This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cindy Linden, and you have joined me on the Cook Along Podcast. The website for this is thecookalongpodcast.com, and there you can find this recipe or the ingredients for this recipe and other recipes as well, so that you can complement this with whatever else appeals to you. Today, we're going to cook something that I call all the right stuff. I call it that because the ingredients here are what made me look twice at the recipe and think that this is something I really wanted. It's because it's got all really good stuff in it. Here's full disclosure. It's adapted from a recipe called Husband's Delight. And you can find several versions of that by doing a web search. And they're all similar, but made with slightly different ingredients. I am not calling it this, and I'll tell you why. Call me silly, but I find the name objectionable. Honestly, I feel silly saying this, but I feel really strongly about it. Why are you cooking for the husband's delight? Why aren't you cooking for your own delight or the rest of the family? I can understand that maybe the person who created the original version of this recipe named it that because her husband really loved the recipe. And that's cool. But I also feel like it's just somehow ignoring a lot of other people and catering to the man in the family. So... I'm sorry, but I now call it all the right stuff. Here are the ingredients for all the right stuff. You need some wide noodles, uh, eight ounce package or eight ounces of a package of wide noodles. Now those are usually gonna be egg noodles. I am using a gluten-free version today and I'm not using wide noodles because gluten-free pasta does, does not come in any wide noodle shapes. <laughs> it only comes in about three shapes comes in rotini and penne. I think it really doesn't matter what shape they are, but wide noodles are probably the most fun for this recipe. You're also going to want one and a half pounds of lean ground beef. I'm using a 90-10 today because it means I don't have to drain fat so much. You need a green pepper. We're going to use a quarter of a cup of a chopped green pepper, a clove of garlic, 24 ounces of tomato sauce, a tablespoon of sugar, an eighth of a teaspoon of salt, an eighth of a teaspoon of pepper, a cup of cottage cheese, an eight ounce package of cream cheese, a quarter of a cup of sour cream, three to four green onions, 
and a cup of shredded cheddar cheese. And here's an optional ingredient, which I put in. If you're making a recipe that says all the right stuff, this ingredient needs to be in there. So I'm adding four tablespoons of pesto. Now, if you have followed my recipe on the website about making homemade pesto, and you froze some of it into the ice cubes, as I suggested that you do, you would need two cubes. And if you have some store-bought pesto in your fridge, that's also fine. You do not need to go to the store, especially for this ingredient, because it is optional. The recipe will be really good without it. But if you want all the right stuff, you need to have this. You have three do-aheads. The first is to preheat your oven to 350. The second is to grease a 13 by 9 by 2 inch baking dish. And I would just use spray on that. I wouldn't use any elbow grease. Haha. <laughs> I would just spray it. Um, I certainly wouldn't use elbow grease. And then you want to cook some noodles. The, the 8 ounces of noodles that you have there, you need to cook those up. Now, you could cook those according to the package directions in lots of water. And you also could cook them according to the blog on my website that says you don't know how to cook pasta, which will do it much faster and with less mess. So I'm going to leave you to do those three do-aheads and then come right back to me when your pasta is all cooked and we'll put this thing together. By the way, if you're interested in using gluten-free pasta, I have tried a lot of them over the years and found that a lot of them just are mushy or have a really weird texture to them. I found a couple of good ones that I like. One of them is made by Barilla, Barilla, however you say it. And it's a combination of corn and rice and has a really good mouthfeel. You know, it's very much al dente when you cook it and seems to kind of stay that way without getting all mushy and yicky. Uh, rice pastas, I think, are not good. They're just not good. The other one that I really like, and this one was my favorite, is made by Delalo. And uh, both of these hopefully can be found in your grocery store. Delalo is D-E-L-A-L-L-O. And they make, again, the same shapes that you can get in other people's. But uh, it seems to be a pretty good pasta. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay, are we ready to go? Oven is on, pan is greased, pasta is cooked. And if you're using it, your pesto is softened. So here we go. We're gonna cook up the ground beef first. So you need a frying pan, a saute pan, a large-ish pan in which to cook the meat and then add the tomato sauce. As I said, I'm using really lean meat. So I'm gonna spray the pan before I use it. If you're, if you're doing the same, if you're using a stainless steel pan, you wanna let the pan heat before you put the oil in it. If you're using a cast iron pan, you wanna put the oil in before you start cooking. And that information also is in a blog, fancy that, on my website called, I think it's called About Cookware. Why you don't need the best, I think that's the one. So I'm crumbling the ground beef, the lean ground beef, Again, that's one and a half pounds of lean ground beef into the pan that I have sprayed because there's no fat in the meat to speak of to grease it up. We're just crumbling it in and then we're gonna cook it for a while. We're gonna also add green pepper. So while this is cooking, this should have been done ahead. Sorry about that, I forgot. So while the meat's cooking, we're gonna dice some green pepper really quickly. You need a quarter of a cup of chopped green pepper. That's not very much. It's just enough to sort of flavor it a little bit. Wash your green pepper and then chop it up. Fairly small, because you want it to get spread around in here and not be just in chunks in the middle or wherever. And when that's all chopped up, you throw it in the pan. Now again, if you're using meat with a lot of fat in it, that's probably not going to stick. But if you're worried about it all, just throw in a little olive oil to take care of keeping things from sticking to the bottom. The other thing we're going to do is mince a clove of garlic. So while again, it's still cooking, we're good, just uh, chop up a clove of garlic. You want to peel it, of course. You do that by chopping off the little brown end and then smashing it with your knife and that skin will come right off. Not the brown end. Okay, let me try that again. Chopping off the little brown end and discarding the little brown end and then smashing the rest of the clove with the flat side of your knife. That makes the skin peel right off. Okay, there's the minced garlic and I'm throwing that in too. If you need to slow this down, just uh, take the meat off the heat for a minute. Then we're gonna stir that until the meat's brown. And then if you have fat, well, it's gonna take a few minutes here. I'm gonna turn mine up a little bit. If you have fat on the bottom when you're done here, you're gonna want to uh, drain it as much as possible or take a spoon and scoop out 
whatever grease is accumulated in the pan. And as you're doing this, unless you manage to crumble it really small when you were putting it in the pan, you also want to sort of break up the pieces of meat with your spoon a little bit so they are really probably as small as you can get them. Again, for the same reason as the uh, green pepper, because you want the meat to be spread around inside the dish, not just in big clumps in certain places. It does not take very long to brown the meat, but you want to make sure you get all of the pink stuff taken care of. The green pepper and the uh, garlic will still be probably pretty crunchy, and that's okay. That's actually a good thing. Okay, my meat is no longer pink. If yours is, you can pause the podcast and come back in a minute, but mine's okay. And there is a little juice here, but no fat. So I'm just gonna leave it. I don't care, I think the juice could be helpful for flavor, so I am not going to uh, dump it off. I'm gonna lower the, the temperature a little bit. And then we add the tomato sauce, which again is about 24 ounces worth. And a tablespoon of sugar. That takes the edge off of the, the acidity in the tomato sauce. Just sort of sprinkle that around in the pan. And an eighth of a teaspoon of salt and an eighth of a teaspoon of pepper. All that goes in the pan. And then you just stir that around for a bit. When it's combined, see this all goes pretty fast. I should have told you it would be faster to get things ready ahead of time. But maybe you've cooked with me enough to know that that's already a deal that I should have said. So right now I'm just stirring. You're probably doing the same. We're just stirring in the tomato sauce with the sugar and the salt and pepper into the meat. At this point, you take the noodles that are cooked, your pre-cooked noodles, and you dump them into that red sauce you got and stir those around as well till it's all combined and looks like you could eat it just like this. But don't. It's going to get much better. Stirring in the pasta. I should have told you to drain the pasta. I guess you probably figured that out. Because it would have said that on the box, right? I said cooking according to package directions. I'm sure you figured it out. Okay, pasta, tomato sauce, hamburger, peppers, garlic, salt, and pepper, and sugar. All of those are stirred together in a pan, which now we're going to take off the heat, set it aside. The second step is to combine in a, in a sort of medium-sized bowl, which I should have gotten out ahead of time because it's loud. Hold on. That wasn't too bad. Okay, we're going to combine the cottage cheese, which is, again, a cup's worth of cottage cheese. Put it in a bowl. And the pesto and your cream cheese. Eight ounces of cream cheese. I hate that it always just leaves behind a bunch in the foil. Ah, you have to scrape it out of there. Dagnab it. Oh, well. But I'm not the kind who just throws it away and goes, oh, that's all right. I don't need all that part. I scrape it out. I think I've told you before about how I feel about those people who cook in YouTube videos and, and you know, dump stuff from one bowl to a pan or something and 
don't scrape the bowl. They leave a bunch of stuff behind. Like, what are you, nuts? Why would you do that? Anyhow, stir together your cream cheese, your cottage cheese, and if you're using it, your pesto until it's all combined. The cream cheese is going to be a little stubborn, probably. Even if you've softened it, it's probably not likely to want to get mixed up with this other stuff. But just keep sort of smashing it until it spreads around. There it goes. Yeah, you really kind of smash it with the back of the spoon is what makes that happen. When it's all smashed and smoothed together, pretty much, stir in your sour cream. It's a quarter of a cup. Mine doesn't want to come out of the measuring cup. Come on. Fingers are good for so many things. Okay, that's done. So sour cream is now in, and I'm going to stir that in. And then here's where we, I'm not going to stir it very hard because we got more to add here. The, um, the next thing is your green onions. So hopefully you've got a couple of green onions. Oh, sorry, no, three to four, actually. Three to four green onions. Chop off the ends and then just slice them. Slice them pretty thin. If they're really big green onions, you may want to go back and chop them in half later. I'm going to do that. Go ahead and go up the green stems a ways because that's the pretty part. Take out any icky dry stuff. I'm going to chop probably about halfway up these stems and then I'm going to decide that the rest is not so good. I took them out of the garden. It's quite late in the year for that, being actually January, so maybe it's early in the year. However, they're still growing, which is exciting. I love taking food right out of my garden and into my kitchen. A lot of the stuff we grow in the yard actually doesn't make it that far. We eat it in the yard, the berries, the cherry tomatoes. All right, back to the task at hand. So now your green onions, chopped green onions, get stirred in along with the sour cream, the cream cheese, and the cottage cheese, and if you're using it, the pesto. Just stir that all together. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just sort of make a an amalgam. That's funny, it just brought to mind <laughs> my grandmother. She hated stuff like this. She would call them conglomerations. And I think she meant that about Pretty much all casseroles, all casseroles were conglomerations. You know, she was cooking a lot during the 50s and 60s, probably mostly meat and potatoes, I suppose. Okay, now take your uh, greased pan and your noodle mix. This is back to the tomato sauce part. Put about half of the tomato sauce into the bottom of the pan and spread it around so it's kind of even. And then take all of your cottage cheese mixture and put that on top. Making a sort of a sandwich here. You'll figure that out in a minute. Here's where I have to work to get all of it out of the pan because I'm or bowl because I'm not leaving it behind, not doing it. I use a rubber spatula to clean the bowl because by golly, if I made something good, I want to eat it. I don't want it in the pan going down the sink. So again, spread that around as well, as much as you can anyway, into all the corners. So if you kind of, you know, dollop it on a little at a time and then spread it 
together, spread the dollops together, that kind of works. It's a little bit like making a lasagna. Okay, then the final step, well, no, not the final, second to final step, is take the rest of the pasta and sauce, red sauce, and put it on top and spread that around so that you can't even really see that middle layer. Now, the final step. Eat a cup of shredded cheddar cheese. I didn't think to tell you about this as a do-ahead, mostly because I buy mine shredded. Pre-shredded cheese isn't always a good idea. Sometimes it's made with powder to keep it from clumping together in the bag. I use a really nice cheddar by a company called Tillamook, which is here in Oregon. The factory is at the coast, and sometimes it's fun to go down there and see what they're doing in the factory. But this, I'm using a sharp white cheddar. I recommend a sharp cheese partly because that's what I really like, but it also will make a bigger, you know, flavor difference, flavor impact, that's the word I wanted, on your dish. If you're using other pre-shredded cheese, it's probably fine. It doesn't it doesn't have to melt into something the way it would in like a mac and cheese. It's just your topping. And I'm sorry, but I didn't call this a do-ahead, but if you have to, grate your cheese, you need a cup. And then you sprinkle that over the top. Just sort of try to cover most of the top with the cheese. There we go. You know, I'm not sure there's such thing as too much cheese. So if you got a little extra, just sprinkle it, keep sprinkling it. I'm gonna add extra. Cheese is one of my favorite things. It might be the actual top of my list. <laughs> so I'm adding a little just to fill in the empty spots. So now you know why I call it all the right stuff. Cream cheese, sour cream, those are biggies for me. Cheddar cheese, I've already told you that's a big one for me too. Garlic, pesto. Tomato sauce, pasta. I mean, that's why I call it all the right stuff. Because these are, for me, most of the right things. And that is that. You're really done. Take that whole dish, pop it into your preheated 350 degree oven, bake it for about half an hour or until it looks like it's hot all the way through and then you serve it. And this recipe will serve eight people. It can easily be cut in half. If you only want four servings, you can put it in a nine by nine pan and just cut all your ingredients in half. And until we speak again, happy cooking. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Kofi, ko-fi.com slash the Cook Along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.